Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we yell our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. <laughs> nice! We had so much to say before the show started, <sighs> we barely even start the show. I love it. And then we well, ran out of it's, so, it's so funny how we get into a good rhythm of a conversation and then start the show, and then it's like... Everything I want to say is referencing the stuff we said yeah. before we started. You can so just go ahead and say, what to it. say about that's it. That's what I do. Yeah, that's true. Because, <clears throat> you know, the listeners love that. Uh, uh, they've never complained. Well, Louisa, you were they telling definitely us... definitely have. We just don't listen. You were telling us about all of your problems with the memory on your Switch, uh, and that you were trying to install a new game, so why don't you tell us about that new game? Uh, ask it in oh, a different format. Oh, we're going right into it? What'd you do we're this? right there? Yeah! I mean, I figured, what, like, <laughs> tell us about the new game that you played this week to get through it. <laughs> Alright, I will. Uh, I do have a new game. My, my problem is, I was telling the guys, that uh, my Switch wanted to do small updates on some games that are on the Switch, and I have a bunch of games archived to save memory, and still, it wouldn't do these tiny updates because it said there wasn't enough memory. So you have to buy memory. Is for this it weird? Thing. Is it weird that I'm really happy that I got referred to as the guys? <laughs> I like that. How do you feel, feel about the boys? Feel like, no, that's okay. no good. No, I like I like that. Then I could pretend that I'm Carl Urban. Yeah, I was gonna say that you could prevent, pretend that you're some kind of psychotic superhero. Is that what that show's about? Uh, that's what the comic book it's based on is about. The show is more, uh, nice. It's nice. It's a nice show for nice oh, things. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, love, it's certainly less watching, evil. <laughs> I love watching shitty superhero things. I've never for even a second considered watching The Boys. Oh, really? It's good. I don't good. know why. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Like, maybe the marketing is just bad, but it just does not appeal to me at all. It stars, maybe I'll try it just to, to force myself. Stars uh, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son, Jack. Oh. Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jack Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's very fun. It's like, I, I often get tired of the, oh, what if Superman was a dickhead uh, subgenre of superhero things, but, like, there's a couple going on right now, uh, like, Invincible and The Boys, and I like both of them, so... Even though they're both from that original early 2000s era of what if Superman was a dickhead. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think of Invisible more as like, what if Superman was incompetent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're taking the title character to be the Superman of it all. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Jeff watched The Boys this week, and what did <laughs> yeah. you do, Louise? No, no! <laughs> Uh, so I was able for I guess because I have this on a cartridge, I was able to play the Professor Layton game, Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaires. I'm looking at the box right now. <laughs> There's so many words I can't even remember. Uh, the Millionaires Conspiracy. Ah. Oh. So that worked okay. fine. It was able to load that. Thank God. Now you were oh. against this game because of how Professor Layton is uh, a fully asexual man. Uh, and this is about his daughter? Or he's a wife guy, but his wife died? I don't remember. 
You just uh, wanted... All I remember is you shouting about how you wish Professor Layton was hornier. That's the part yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. You were like, he can't have a daughter for reason that yeah, is important yeah, yeah, yeah. to me only. Show us his full boner, you <laughs> while you were drinking uh, enough, uh, uh, your eighth beer. I have to see I it ejaculating it into online. his wife to believe that he has a daughter. Alright, shut up, Dan. <laughs> Uh, you were right on the second theory in that one of the games surrounds him having regrets about his past, and the woman he loved, I think they were college students, they were really young at the time, the woman he loved gets blown up in a time machine explosion. Awesome. <laughs> when you said blown up, I was like, oh, tragic. Then you said time machine explosion, I was like, oh my god, he's gotta go find her, she's lost in the dinosaur no. times. <laughs> now... I believe that that is tied into the rest of the plot of that game. Yes, it is. But I would fucking love if there was a fictional story about a character and his wife died, and somebody had said how, and they just said a time machine explosion, <laughs> and it's not related to what's going on at all, and they never re- revisit it. <laughs> uh, that, kind, that kind of happens in the Professor Layton um, games. There's always some grand mystery, and you're like, wow, is there really a ghost haunting this castle? Oh no, ghosts aren't real, so it's not that. But instead, it's this incredibly complicated thing with, like, identical twins, and then someone has enough money to build this whole system of, like, theatrical lighting. Like, it's always something incredibly complicated, so. Yeah, I think they lampooned this really well on What We Do in the Shadows, where they had an episode where everyone didn't believe in ghosts, even though they were vampires. Like, every, you know, Doctor Who and Star Trek and everything, they're always like, but ghosts can't be real. It's like, you're a fucking alien time traveler. Ghosts could be fucking real. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then it always turns out, like, ghosts aren't real, but actually the signature of a human being could be reconstituted from nanobots. Like, then it's a ghost! That's a fucking ghost! (laughs) I love when Doctor Who does that, because every time, like... For example, if the master ever comes back, the doctor's always like, no, it's not possible. Like, have you not seen your own show? This is what the master (laughs) does every time they come back. Yeah, I would like that if Doctor Who was just, they had an episode where he's like, wait, I did this? Like, sits down and watches some episodes of his show? Like, I genuinely don't remember this. (laughs) That's kind of his whole thing about himself, though, isn't it? He doesn't really remember the past. Yeah. I thought it was that he remembers, like, all of his past, except for that one time when he was John Hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, there's other times that he also doesn't remember now. Some spoilers for the new seasons. Well, I guess that she uh, doesn't remember now, because Doctor Who is a lady, and Jodie Whittaker did what? a good job. What? <laughs> I have not watched those yet, but I've been trying to, like, work up to it by rewatching the last... Uh, Peter Capaldi season, and Oof. it is boring. <laughs> I love the character of Bill, the companion. Everything else about that season sucks. Yeah. Uh, I really think that probably my favorite season might have been when it was Peter Capaldi and Clara, even though I did not like her with Matt Smith at all. The best the best ending to a season of Doctor Who ever, I think, was when Doctor Who was sealed in the uh, confession chamber and had to, like, break his way out of it. That was extremely good. Yeah, it was weird that he got sealed in there for doing too many sins. I don't know. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you're making a joke, I assume? Yeah, I'm making a joke because he called it a confession and he had to tell the priest all his Thank sins you. so that God could forgive him. 
I mean, they call it that on the show. That's not my thing. They they are trying to get him to tell them a secret about a thing. Yeah. They call it the confession dial. I'm not making this up. It's not me. Is it the Daleks? Because they just want to yell. That's all they do. No, it's the other Time Lords. Oh, the okay. Time Lords seal him in a confession dial. The Pandorica? Is that the one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he does get sealed in, in that. He does he get does sealed get into sealed Pandorica, Pandorica and an astronaut <laughs> suit. <laughs> He gets sealed in a lot of things through those Matt Smith seasons. They just keep oh, doing man. it. When I try to remember sure. what happened with Rory in that whole incident, all I remember is him pretending to be a Roman soldier and then just standing still for like 400 years, I guess. <laughs> that yep. can't be right. That can't be the plot. Uh, he gets yep. sent back in time and dies from time. <laughs> oh, no, that's how we're all going to None of die, this really. is right. You, you guys are doing the thing you said Doctor Who should do where you don't remember anything. No, him and Amy get, get touched by an angel and go... Go back in time and live their life out. That's a different season. Yeah, a different I know, season but that's now. what ultimately happens. He Rory gets killed by a leak out of a separate universe from a crack in Amy's wall, and Fuck. he gets unwritten from Jesus. reality. And then somebody builds a robot version of Rory to to oh, lure Amy to uh, the Pandorica so that the Doctor will come and try to save her. And then Amy gets sealed in the Pandorica instead of, of Doctor Who, and so Rory the robot decides that he will watch over it for all eternity because he can't die because he's a robot. That's and so right. he, he like fights off people who are trying to steal it. He drags it out of a burning building at one point. He doesn't just stand still. <laughs> it's, so, well. it's so interesting. Uh, those two... I think that Amy and Rory were probably like, uh, well, Rory especially. Amy Amy being so awful, I think, made Rory a little better, so I like them together. Uh, it's yes. so weird that Karen Gillan got to go be, like, a very, very famous and successful movie star, and Arthur Darville got to be Rip Hunter on Legends of Tomorrow for a little bit, and then not anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, well, that's because that show was bad, but he was okay on it. It's still and on! One of these people Is was it? a professional model before they became an actor, and one was not. <laughs> Am I right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, they do not, like, make her look uh, like a hot model in the Avengers movies. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's some kind of, like, blue robot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she looks exactly like, she looks fashion. like a, a current fashion model. <laughs> right, but yeah, the, when you get to a certain height of fashion, it's not hot anymore. <laughs> it's like you were going to say, when you get to a certain height of I mean, person, you become a model, which yeah, is what happens. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think all fashion now is, look at this incredibly hot person and how ugly we made them. Yeah, it yeah exactly. <laughs> You put this beautiful woman in a diaper. People love that! Yeah. <laughs> we shaved. Here's this woman. She's 5'11. We shaved off her eyebrows and told her never, ever stop scowling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, this game. <laughs> <pretty good. laughs> right. Does it, does it still have the Professor Layton thing of very well set up mini games with terrible, like one-shot graphics where you just have to drag a stationary yeah. clip art from one place to another. Yes, and I love it! Fill, fill this box of grid squares with fruit, but each type of fruit must not touch the same type of fruit, and every column and every row, blah blah blah, it's Sudoku with fruit. I love that stuff! Hmm. I like it, but they need to do a better job. It made me genuinely angry enough to stop playing the Android version of one of the games, because, like, 
it was like, these people have to cross the river, and this guy has to go first, and this guy can't go until whatever, but then it's just, like, 2003-era, like, clip art, like, dancing hamsters clip art of men in canoes. Just do a better graphic! I know you can! No, I like it. It's like doing a puzzle book. I love that about it. Uh, I what I like I I think about these games is that I never know which ones which or what systems they're on because they just like come out on phones they come out on the they this one came out on 3ds like four years ago it also just came to Switch they just put them out wherever it's fun it's that's the first puzzle Jeff you see you have to figure out which game is which. Exactly. You have to unravel this mystery to prove that you're worthy of Professor Layton. <laughs> uh, I like in this one, part of the mystery we don't know still is, uh, it starts with Catriel having a dream that she's a child and she sees her father walking off into the fog and she can't catch up with him. Then she wakes up. And he's not mentioned from that point on. So, mm, is mystery. are we going to find out what happened with him? Yeah. Um, I, going back, way back to what we were talking about, I'm mad that, yeah, so apparently he gave up on his uh, exploded time machine uh, lover and then just married someone else, I guess. But that never got mentioned in any of the other games when he's living through his adult life and he has a boy apprentice who is his neighbor who's helping him out and he's never like, oh, by the way, I have a kid too. Seems Maybe weird, the right? time machine explosion just made his wife travel back in time Listen, a few years yeah. and she was already pregnant and then she had a baby. <laughs> Listen, the plot of that game is, of course, what if she didn't get exploded in the time machine explosion? What if it sent her back in time? And then, of course, mm-hmm. the solution is no, because time travel isn't real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's well, where we're at with this. Do, do we know? Do we know if she maybe gave birth off screen? Did they have like a like maybe she had like a secret pregnancy and she like secreted the child away? You no. know, like that happens sometimes. No, yeah, no. These games have a lot of story. They have their own like little animes that go with them. So uh, no, yeah, there's <laughs> an happen. there's an anime adaptation actually of this specific game. I don't know if it got translated oh, yeah. into English. I remember so. that. Yeah, I'm not and really it explains how watching. Samus Aran got her uh, suit from the Curzons or whatever they're called. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> Curzons, <laughs> I like that better. What are they called? The Chozo. Chozo, that's right. <laughs> no, Curzons, Curzons is way better, genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Deep uh, Space Nine, so I can't take credit for it. Ah, Sorry. Damn. <laughs> Um, so I love that it's got all the same stuff of like looking around and finding puzzles like buried in a drawer and whatever. Um, and I love these little puzzles, which are just, like, phone game logic puzzles, or, like, um, there's one I really like where you have a little board with the cubes on it, and you can tilt the board in the four directions, and the cubes will, of course, then roll over, and you have to get them into holes in order, so you have to tilt very carefully in correct combinations. Anyway, that's one I really like. Um, yeah. (laughs) No one has a... Yeah. (laughs) We can't react to this anymore, Louisa. We've done all of our hot takes on Professor Layton. Wait, did they ever put Professor Layton in Super Smash Brothers, or was that just a thing that the internet wanted? That would be fun. They didn't. I don't think he. I don't even think he's a. Um, I don't. Yeah, he's not a assist trophy or anything. Uh, They should definitely put him in Smash Brothers. That would be radical. If people want to play a Professor Layton game, I recommend the Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright game, which is a crossover. Which is so delightfully fun, especially when they both yell objection at the same time. Oh my god. (laughs) 
Wait, is that a Professor Layton thing too, or is he just stealing Phoenix Wright's thunder? He, he does the same thing where he's like, hmm, and then he points and he yells like, I've got the solution, or something. He yells some different things, but they both mm. kind of do the same thing when they accuse somebody, so that's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Anyway, play that game. Uh, this game, also good. All the games are the same, puzzle-wise, but then, you know, stories. There's some stories. Whatever. Uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh, good question. Uh, I just finished up this morning over breakfast the new current Star Wars cartoon, Star Wars the oh. B- the Bad Batch. Um, oh no! <laughs> uh, it's about a um, group of misfit clones who have uh, mutations that are that the the Republic deems uh, advantageous in combat. Um, so they... Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, too gruesome to be part of the normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sort say, of. Is it, like, is it like multiplicity, where one of them just wears a funny hat and eats cereal all the time? <laughs> so there's, uh, there's four, uh, four guys in, in Clone Force 99, the bad bitch, uh, cause they've got that New, New Zealand, uh, accent. Um, oh, I thought you were. Tr- I thought you were trying to say the, the B word without being hateful. No. Uh, no, nah, it's... Mm, I, it's can't, it's the hardest accent to do. D. Bradley Baker, yeah. you're doing a good job, even though many people consider it, I think, reasonably problematic to have a white voice actor voicing uh, literally a full army of people of color who are enslaved by a government, and like that's part of the plot. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And it's not like it's a part of the plot that the clone wars cartoon ignores like they they confront the fact that the the clones are uh fully owned by the republic uh so i think that's that part's good but anyway the the bad batch ends up they they have like one of them's like big and uh tough one of them's like smart one of them's a good sharpshooter and one of them is like a good tracker um, and one of them has metal bones and claws that come out of the back of his hands, and one yep. of them can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Yep. Do uh, they all look the same? Like, kind of the same? Yeah, they're, they all, uh, they're the only ones who have any physical variations among the clones, uh, okay. but they are all still what the same John guy. Boyega? Voiced by the he same guy. He doesn't look like that guy from the prequels. Yeah, he was he's stolen as a baby. baby. Yeah. He was a stormtrooper, though. Yeah, stolen as a baby. You gotta give me that. That's true. He was a stormtrooper 30 years after this takes place. Yeah. Uh, what I like about this is it actually does deal with the transition from clones to uh, recruits. Um, like, they start discovering, like, they blast away some stormtroopers, and then ooh, they take a helmet off, and they're like, wait a second, this isn't a clone. This is a guy. This is just oh, no, some guy. This is a real person. This is <laughs> full of soup. <laughs> this suit was just full of sp- SpaghettiOs the whole time. <laughs> Uh, but it's fun. It ends up being a lot like it feels like uh, Forrest Gump Star Wars, because um, <laughs> no. like these guys go around Those and are they're two problematic things. They're just like just off camera for a oh. bunch of very important moments for other more important characters. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, well, it's... what are what are two white male middle aged fantasies? If I was doing that character from um, the Tonight Show. Karnak. Carson. Karnak. Oh, okay, cool. Let's make it more problematic. <laughs> Karnak's yeah, probably no. not great, right? Yeah, that, no, that's it's definitely true. not. That's, yeah, no. 
good point. Yes, uh, I um, I enjoy this show because it has sort of like a heist vibe, um, and I think that the voice actor is doing an incredible job making these five genetically identical characters sound like different people. Um, and then they also introduce a new clone named Omega, who is a young girl and an unmodified clone of Jango Fett, just like Boba Fett, and we still don't really know what her deal is. Huh. She must be at least partially modified if she's a girl, though, right? Yeah, I think that's the only thing, though. Like, she's not modified to be a better soldier or to follow commands or to age faster like the other clones are. So you're saying Boba Fett has a sister out there? Yeah. He was he was clone Alpha, she's clone Omega. I'm wondering if if they're going to in Were there other ones in there or did they nope, just, just skip to the end? Just those two. You know, I barely remember that Star Wars movie, but it's pretty fucked up that soldier is like, Yeah, I know I'm a great soldier, so you guys can clone me. But I want one of these clones as a pet to raise. <laughs> like, a, I, give, give me one. Give me a baby. He needs a son. He wanted a son so badly. Oh, it's man. the one thing he could never have because, <laughs> I don't know, he refuses to take the helmet off. <laughs> Are Mandalorians, like, genetically incompatible with any other species in the universe? So have, we seen, <laughs> have we seen on the Mandalorian him fucking and impregnating somebody, I guess is my point. <laughs> oh my god, can we stop talking about this in fiction? The, the eponymous the Mandalorian is definitely an incel. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Or, no, Wait, Valsel. He's the clone, Valsel, right? yeah. No, uh, that's the clone? Uh, yeah, Boba Fett's a clone. The title guy, the title Mandalorian mm. from The Mandalorian is just some other guy. He's just what? Pedro does Pascal. Does he have a name? He probably does. He does. He's Din Djarin, uh, as revealed in the season one finale. Um, the So, George Lucas really messed up The Mandalorians well. a lot with that, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot in general. But with the, like, it was always, everyone was always like, yeah, Boba Fett and his dad, they're Mandalorians, they got that Mandalorian armor, and then he kind of dives into the backstory of the Mandalorians in the Clone Wars cartoon, and like, no, those guys are fakers. Us blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, genetic, oh, no. fa genetic fascists are the real Mandalorians. Uh, <laughs> George oh, Lucas no. loves to do that, right? That's his favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, but then the the new the show The Mandalorian fixed it when they when they brought Boba Fett and he was like no here one the, like if if you're a foundling you're a legit Mandalorian like my father Jango Fett was raised by Mandalorians he's a Mandalorian hmm. uh, so they they undid it they undid Uncle George's whoopsie <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's that's been the last no lie fifteen years of Star Wars has been undoing all of the shit that that George Lucas did, but re redoing some of it right at the end there, right? Yeah, redoing yeah, some yeah. of it and making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like a, a parallel to uh, American uh, politics, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Things were getting yeah. better after the war, and then they were kind of stalled, and then they got worse, but maybe they got better, but then they got way worse. Somehow, Ronald Reagan has returned. Yeah. Yep. It's like uh, in the movie. Matt, what did you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I've been playing a game that is on both the Switch and the PC. Uh, I actually just finished it yesterday, I think. 
uh, called Boyfriend Dungeon. Have you guys mm. heard of this? I know you have because I talked about it. I yes. don't think Mainly from you and others, but not much. I don't think I backed it on Kickstarter, but I remember it was very popular um, when it was yes. when it launched it... there. So the main selling point is that it is a somehow more horny Hades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm um, <clears throat> It is so. Part of the game is. Uh, a very dungeon crawly Hades like game uh, where you delve into these dungeons and fight monsters uh, and level up your character and level up your weapons and stuff. But as you level up your weapons, in order to like actualize the new abilities that you've learned, you need to go on dates with them, and all of your weapons can turn into people, or I guess more accurately, the people turn into weapons. Hmm. Um, so as you play through the game, you find weapons and then, like, wake them up, and it turns out that they were people that were, like, trapped as weapons by the villain of the game, which I won't spoil, um, and you, like, help them reclaim their lives and eventually develop romances with them. Um, it is a very interesting game in that it is not, like a pornography game. I want to make that clear um, at the beginning. <laughs> your t-shirt is uh, raising a lot of questions already answered by your t-shirt yes. here, I think. <laughs> There's nothing about it that is, like, explicit. Um, the, okay. the, the closest you ever get is somebody will come over to your apartment and then they'll say, like, can I spend the night? And then there's a tasteful fade out, and then it's like, the next morning, blah, blah, blah. That's what you get in okay. terms of Are there any actual... sheathing sword jokes? Doing what? What? Uh, oh, no, jokes no, about no. sheathing a sword? No. Uh, part of what's interesting about the game is when you create your character, you choose your pronouns and you choose your appearance, but you never specify your, uh, like genital configuration or whatever Uh, i don't know i know i said that in the most robot-like way possible but i don't know what the right way to say that is um and so all of the romance is agnostic to that which i actually think is really cool Mm -hmm. um they write good interesting characters that it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if they're gay or straight it doesn't matter if you are cis or trans or they are cis or trans some of them are explicitly transgender or non-binary um and some of them are just you know you don't know if they are Mm. that cis or, or whatever and it doesn't matter and i think that's really cool um and so much of the game is about like the fact that it doesn't matter what a person looks like or like how they present themselves to the world it matters what they are like um and how much damage they can do to enemies <laughs> well that's what's uh, that is also what's interesting because by far the best weapon in the game is a cat nice um, but it's immoral to date a cat and you cannot date this cat i want to <laughs> make that clear <laughs> Uh, it is, like, not like a cat person. This isn't a furry thing. It is just a cat, and that is, like, the best weapon in the game. But uh, a lot of the game is about you... Like, all the main difference between weapons is the speed at which they attack and the status ailments that they can inflict on the people you're fighting. 
Um, and, like, there's one of the people you could romance is, like, a sexy vampire guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he makes people bleed when he cuts them. And one of them is, like, a, um... I'm trying to think of another good werewolf. example. <clears throat> there isn't a werewolf. There's only... There's a witch. Okay. Uh, and the witch, when you slash people with the scythe, uh, they get, like, sucked into a black hole and they can't escape and stuff like that. So, Sounds sexy. Sure, I guess. Um, but what I like about it is I feel like video game romance so often is, like, you spend enough time with the person that then you're in love. Mm-hmm. And what this game is about is every time that you're interacting with these characters, they are going through things, and you have to figure out how to be supportive of them. Like Goblin and Guts help- and <laughs> Enemy Skulls. <laughs> Jeff's yeah. not on board. <laughs> yeah, please stop. Those now. are some of the things they're going through. <laughs> there That's are true. no goblins in there. this game. <laughs> you don't know what this game is about. Oh, God. I know you hit things with a sword. I know that. And anyway. the, the sword's your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the um, gist of it, right? <laughs> one, of, one of the first characters you meet is a guy who is like a very sort of preppy, um, businessy kind of guy. He's like a venture capitalist. A real Patrick uh, but he's, Bateman? Uh, sort of, yes. Um, I mean, but not in a psychotic way, just mm-hmm. in a like... He's, we'll he's just a very... He's more <laughs> like a Niles Crane. Okay. okay. Um, and, but, like, he is going through struggling with the fact that he inherited his wealth and that he doesn't feel like being a venture capitalist is actually helping anyone, and his dad doesn't approve of the fact that he maybe is thinking that the, the, like, capitalist system is morally corrupt, Uh and you have to, like, help him understand that he doesn't need his father's approval, like actually interesting stuff which is so rare in a video game and very refreshing mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but he is the worst weapon and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense if you told me that one of the swords in a game was niles crane i would be like he's the worst <laughs> one right <laughs> he he is a like a fencing foil oh um, i was gonna say is he like a little epe or something <laughs> yeah he can't get his dad's approval because his dad's a real blue collar uh, kind of beer-drinking guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it's really good, it's really interesting, I appreciate that there's lots of, like, uh, gender representation, there's a lot of people of color in the thing, in the game, um, it, it seems like the people who made this game were thoughtful about making it so that, like, doing it as a proof of concept that you can have a diverse game that isn't off-putting to people of a certain type. Mm-hmm. Gamers, um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I genuinely wonder if uh, people who, if, like, straight white dudes will play this game, or if they will be put off by the fact, oh, it's gay that I have to date another dude, and then just never pick it up. Yeah. I, th- I think there was a also, surprising... really gay if you yeah, have to date another dude. <laughs> To be fair. I mean, listen, you could make your character present as female if you want. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be gay if you don't want it to be gay. I, I think... Also, you're playing a video game where you're pretending to be yeah. another person, so yeah, just accept that. No, I agree with you. Uh, I think that there was a decent, um, I guess you could say, mainstream player base for Dream Daddy, 
so I, I think I think the audience is there uh, among uh, among straight white dudes who are you know not the majority of gamers, but still the audience that is most likely to uh, dox game developers on Twitter and harass them into hiding. See, but yeah, I think those gamers didn't. Of, yeah. yeah, those gamers didn't play Dream Daddy because those gamers only yeah. play like Destiny and Call of Duty. First of all, how dare you slander Destiny like this? <laughs> oh come on! I like Destiny, but we've both played Destiny, and if you turn on voice chat on Destiny for even one second, you will hear someone call someone else the f word for gay. I will absolutely never turn on voice chat for any game, even if I'm playing with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I really like someone pointed out a while ago that if someone said, you know, I really love food, I only go to Olive Garden, or like, I uh, love movies, I only see the biggest blockbusters, like, you wouldn't agree that they like those things they say they like, but gamers who are like, yeah, I love video games, I only play Call of Duty and Madden or whatever, like, <laughs> they're allowed to just do that? Yeah. Play games. The problem is that people that I respect, people who have good opinions about video games, will sometimes be like, yeah, and I can't wait for the new Halo to come out, and I'm like, oh, fuck! God damn it, you tricked me! Here's the thing, I like good movies, and, you know, I've seen all those friggin' Marvel movies in the theaters the day they came out, like... Yeah. You can like both. You can be like, but oh, a, sh- a short thing, hike yeah. is a beautiful meditation on what it means to relax. And also be like, I like when the numbers pop out of the aliens' heads when you shoot them in Destiny too. But here's the thing, Jeff, and I think this is the point Louisa was making, is if you were talking to someone and you were like, yeah, I'm a real movie buff, and then they're like, oh yeah, what kind of movies do you like? If you were to say, you know, the Marvel superhero movies, you would know how stupid that sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you definitely would. <clears throat> but I think that it's almost the opposite for gaming, where I don't know that I would ever describe myself as a gamer, but I feel like if I did, I, the person I was talking to would be like, oh yeah, what did you play the new Call of Duty or whatever? Like, like that's the thing that you need to be into to be into video games? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I no, I, I think that that makes sense because, like, if if you were some sort of hardcore gamer chud and you were like, "Hey, man, what's your favorite game?" and the person said Firewatch or Gone Home, you'd be like, Ugh, "You're a fake gamer." But if someone was like, "My favorite movie is insert name of art house film," you'd be like, "Oh, okay, you like movies more than I do." <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like we need to have a different word for what liking good video games. Yeah, I think that's most. Maybe it's just gamer part. with a Y in the middle. Yeah, no, that does have some implications. That's already we have that already. That's for gay gamers. I know. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> um, so boyfriend dungeon is pretty good. The combat is nowhere near as tight as uh, Hades is, so don't go into it expecting that. But it's okay. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a short enough game. It's only like twenty bucks, I think, on Switch, and it's uh maybe I don't know, maybe thirty hours of game at most. Okay, so it's significantly shorter than Hades. You're saying? <laughs> yes, it's much shorter and has like a clear end in the way that Hades didn't. I mean, Hades was made by a major game studio over the course of many years, yeah. whereas this was not, uh, <laughs> and that's fine. And I like a game that I can pick up and finish in a week. So, I did. <laughs> yes. Cool. 
So I recommend it. If 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 you like dating sims at all, or if you like dungeon crawlers at all, or if you like both, I highly recommend checking it out. I don't know if either of you would like it because Jeff, you hate reading about plot, and Louisa, you hate dungeon crawlers. (laughs) I've I've discovered the place where I can read about plot is if I'm hanging out, uh, like outside. Um, like that's usually where I'll go to read comic books. I'll like go to the park and and sit on a bench or in my hammock. And I discovered pl- that I could play Disco Elysium much more easily. Uh, Ooh. when I was hanging out outside, I'm like, oh, I see. I need to like be in nature to read. It's not that I can't read. It's that I can't read in my house surrounded by shiny electronics that all make noise. Plus, it helps yeah, you that- to be outside to have uh, sensory input from every one of your other senses while you're trying to focus on something, right? Uh, I think it actually yeah. ends up uh, distracting all of my, like, it fills up the part of my brain because I know That's I don't, what yeah, I exactly. I, I don't, yeah, I don't need, I don't need to be paying attention to what I'm hearing because I know it's just river and birds and car. Mm-hmm. And one person saying, hey, hey you, hey you, you're on fire. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. It's not me that's on fire. Somebody's always on fire around here. It's New York City, baby! (laughs) Greatest city in the world! Listen, Jeff, look around the table. If you don't see the person that's on fire, you're the one that's on fire. No two people are not on fire. (laughs) Wow, really big, strong, bad callback there, Yep, Mm -hmm. we love to do it. I had to do it without the voice, because I still haven't decided whether strong, bad's accent is kind of racist. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought about it, and I guess I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. So instead, let's do what this show is about, which is uh, every week we put a random word into the WikiHow article suggestion page to see what kinds of questions people have been asking for WikiHow articles about related to that word. And the word that we chose this week was content. Mm. So we're going to be some real influencers this week, you guys. Hooray! Create, create some content. Or we're going to make people feel content. Mm. I guess that's true. Are any of these going to be about that? <laughs> I, I would be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of these are about like how to generate content for different things. Oh, like how to make custom content for The Sims 2. Why? why? <laughs> the Sims 2? <laughs> that is su- that is some people's favorite one. Yeah, that is some people who are like Sims three and four have not recaptured the magic of the Sims two. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make people piss themselves to death anymore after <laughs> Sims two. Uh, uh, oh, I like these are so boring. I like this one: how to teach controversial content and not get fired. Uh, oh, here we go. Work at a better school. Uh, and <laughs> you know, you can actually just kind of if you are present. Or a worse school. Mm-hmm. Or a worse school. I do want to point this out. What if this person's like, how do I teach kids that maybe uh, the Confederacy was right? Yeah, you could teach at a worse school. And not get fired. Uh, the thing is, uh, it is easy to defend a uh, piece of curriculum if you are just presenting facts neutrally. Uh, and that is a very controversial thing to do these days. If you present facts neutrally instead of uh, presenting opinions uh about how america's good yeah yeah but i mean you've seen the the school board videos of people screaming at a teacher that a teacher should be fired because they said that america is not the best country in the world or whatever yeah 
And usually, like, you see, you find out that the content is they just taught about uh, when the practice of enslavement came to North America and how long it lasted and how many people were enslaved under it uh, without any kind of (laughs) judgment words. Yes. Seeing a big sausage-fingered man crying about the fact that his son came home saying maybe America sometimes isn't the best country screaming at a teacher to be fired in Texas or whatever makes me be like, this is a big problem for a lot of this country, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's a good one, though. (laughs) Here's a funny one. (laughs) How to manage podcast content with your Zoom? There's a lot of Zoom questions on here. (laughs) Yeah. Is the Zoom supported anymore? I believe that it has become defunct. Is that not true? I think I buy a Zune on Amazon. Ooh, right now. I think the official support has ceased, but there might be some open source um, uh, software that supports the Zune because I know there's a lot of Zune heads out there who are real sick freaks. What is the benefit to the Zune? Do you know? Because I don't know of any. I think that it was just the same as the. Uh, the iPod, but better. Like it did all the th- it did all the things in a better way. Like it had more space and a nicer interface. Hmm. All right. I mean, I mean, I don't know for sure. I didn't have a Zoom. Was it easier to hack? Maybe a lot of people. Oh yeah, like maybe that about a, a thing. That's yeah. That's um, why Android's so popular. I'm looking now. It doesn't look like they they make Zooms anymore. Yeah, they discontinued them nine like, years ago. I do think that like. I forget why, but not long ago, maybe a year ago, I was looking around trying to figure out, could you get just an MP3 player now? Oh, yeah. And the answer is kind of yes, but not from any company you've ever heard of before. Yeah. Like, if you're willing to buy, you know, eighth party mass-produced Chinese crap that will probably catch fire after a week, you can get an MP3 player. But you... No one is just making MP3 players anymore. Yeah, the iPod Classic just doesn't exist. Yeah, what? What? <sighs> why not? Like, <laughs> I get that everyone has a phone, but it would be nice maybe to have something you could listen to music on that couldn't get interrupted by a phone call. I think that the what people don't no, what companies don't want is for you to own a product and then to own the media that that product plays. Yeah. Uh, which is why there's a move towards, uh, you know, digital download stuff and subscription yeah. services because they want to sell you a temporary license to listen to a Taylor Swift album or whatever. They don't want to sell you a hard brick device that you can take into the woods with you and listen to all of your music <laughs> disconnected and off the grid. This guy's mm-hmm. obsessed with going into the woods and getting off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the dream. <laughs> we- You're halfway there. You go into the woods sometimes with some comics for a while. <laughs> I go into some trees at the park. I wouldn't say it's the woods. The problem is that that grid, that grid is so sweet, and you start really uh, yeah. jonesing for it once you're off it. That's how I buy all my video games, on the grid. Oh, I want to drink up all that grid. Mm. Mm. Put it right in my gullet. Yep. I do like how all of this subscription stuff makes it so much easier for people to pirate things, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
the other day I was trying to get, uh, I've spoken before on this show about the, the BBC series Ghosts, which I think is very funny. Hmm. Uh, season three is now out in the UK, but not in the US yet. And I, I tried, I tried to do it legit. Yeah. I went and I went to the BBC iPlayer and I was like, I'm going to get an account for this and blah, blah, blah. And not only can you not just pay to watch it, you have to have a UK oh, yeah. address and a UK television license before you can subscribe to this paid thing! Yeah. So I just pirated it, and it was way easier, because someone in the UK just ripped it off of that the iPlayer. Because <laughs> of course you can. It's <laughs> <sighs> oh, very good. I thought you had a VPN system set up. No? I do, but I don't have a UK address. True, true. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Like, it is genuinely upsetting to me that we still, in the year of our Lord 2021, have to deal with regional licensing c- disputes. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy to me that it's it is like crazy. Uh, like, I can't watch. Like, I can't watch that. What we do in the shadows spinoff because it only aired on one New Zealand TV station. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Like, there's so much of a fight against pirating in, like, p- media makers' circles or whatever, but if you just made it so that we could get it easily, we would pay for it. But you don't, so of course I'm gonna steal it. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it was just like that thing with um, Resident Evil 8, when the when the piracy community cracked the PC version, they discovered that the DRM actually made the legal, legitimate version of the game run significantly worse. Like, yeah. it was always on, it lowered the frame rate, and, like, made the textures worse. That does not surprise me. And... Like, I understand that an honor system will burn you as often as it will help you, but, like, I don't know that you're actually saving yourself any money by putting so much work into... Like, you're never going to beat pirates by making your thing harder to get. Yes, exactly. I that overall, it's... uh, People will behave the way you want them to. Uh, I mean, like, uh, pay what you will things often do make some money. Yeah. So well, overall, people. If you make the easiest option the thing that you have to pay for, people mm-hmm. often will pay for it. Yeah. But it is at the point now where sometimes the easiest option for me to get a game or a TV show is to pirate it because it's just way easier to just torrent something than it is to jump through the hoops of oh now I have to download your custom player. And then I need to set up an account, and then I need to verify my email, and then I need to find the thing on your terrible interface to download it to my computer, and then, like, I can only watch it on my computer? Fuck all of that! It's so much easier to pirate! Yep. Uh, And there's some of that stuff was trying to, like, expand, too. Like, the Movies Unlimited or whatever, when you would buy a Blu-ray and it comes with that code, and now you just have it on every streaming service, too. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. But also, it's worth the extra money yeah. to me to be able to have it on every platform. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I mean, the the thing is, I get the desire for DRM. You want to manage digital content. 
to keep it on topic. Yes. Uh, the rights, the you want to manage the rights of the digital content. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, digital rights management is almost <laughs> what we're talking about. It should be something that is good for the consumer. Uh, like, nobody complains about well, I guess some people probably complain about it, but for for the most part, people don't complain about the fact that Steam is DRM. Yes. Because Steam because... adds features to the games, like controller support and uh, mods and like ease of purchase and sales. And the fact that I, when I buy a game, I can have it on all of my different computers and I don't, mm-hmm. I can stream it from one to another. Like that is great and useful. Mm-hmm. And that is the advantage to steam drm or like the nintendo eShop is drm which you know it's it's a lot easier to just buy a game on the switch than it is to hack your switch yes exactly i mean part of that is because they make the switch hard to use <laughs> like by making it so that the memory do- runs out when you're trying to update well yeah, yeah. i can't believe my memories run out it's easier it's easier to buy a game on the Switch than it is to uh hack your Switch, but it is also still not the easiest system to buy games for. That's true. Yes. Uh but I how mean, do you write good content? That's my question. Clearly we don't know. <laughs> um, I hate that whoever did this wrote it in this way, because that shows they're going about it all wrong. Yep. You need to well, write a recap of a reality show. Just explain what happened and put some screenshots and GIFs of the show, and that is the content that people will love to consume online. Yeah, Here's true. what you should do. Think about the sentence that it would make you the angriest to read, and mm. then make that the title of your thing. Mm. Mm, so, write good content, then. No, no, no. You can, <laughs> the, the rest of the article can be whatever, but like, yeah, if you're I know. writing a... The, if you're the, right. the thing, the sentence that would make the angriest to read as a title is "write good content." Mm-hmm. So then you make you write an article called "How to Write Good Content" yeah. and then fill it with whatever bullshit you want. Can I make it angrier for you? Uh, how to write content good? <laughs> mm, no, I like that's that kind better, of charming. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> damn, it's too it's too far. Yeah, uh, yep. I some of these things. How to content good writing? Yeah, is that anything? <laughs> How to download well. custom content. What does that mean? No one else liked how to content good writing. <laughs> no, no one liked it. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Um, download custom content probably means, like, Steam Workshop or something. Hmm. Yeah, go on okay. Steam Workshop. Or on uh, mods, mods.db. Is that the big mods website? I don't remember. Hold on. I'm going to look up where I get my... Uh, Modsdb.com. Yeah, there you go. Download custom content could be anything. That could be fonts in a font pack, for all I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when you have... Listen, when you have a computer, everything's custom content. Mm, that's true. Mm. I guess Your unless you're down... A hammer. Unless you're Your down desktop picture all, could be whatever you want. When all you have is a hammer, everything looks like custom content. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm glad that uh, you figured out a way to work it. <laughs> uh, how to levitate uh, associated I... content what the hell does that mean what does that mean Whoa, that's awesome wait where levitate. is that I love this in the levitate. first column only like oh four yes down. I see it I see it levitate associated content yeah I don't know but I love this <laughs> this sounds Magnet, like the name probably. Of, this phrase this doesn't show like up on google the name of a conference happening in a hotel uh, ballroom that you definitely want to go see right mm-hmm. and you go and it's like a uh 
like vaguely Christian thing, but they don't explicitly <laughs> say anything about it's praising that, Christ. It's not it's Scientology. It's that David Lynch yoga where you convince yourself that you're hovering above the ground. <laughs> No, it's that David what? Blaine yoga where you do levitate above the ground. It's that David Blaine yoga where you David convince Lynch yourself the... you're uh, trapped in a block of ice. <laughs> David Lynch is the Twin Peaks guy, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, he believes in transcend- transcendental medication? Meditation, yeah. Medication? What did I say? <laughs> you're right, I did say I think... medication, didn't I? Transcendental yeah, I medication is a thing. That's true. Transcendental, transcendental medication, medication probably works yeah. much faster, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was, that's probably ketamine, right? Or <laughs> mushrooms? Yeah, or mescaline. Yeah. So crunch up a big handful of ketamine and start doing mm, that thing this. where you sit in the lotus position, but you bounce up and down. Mm. I mean, levitation, you can do it with air hockey tables uh, or magnets, right? Those are the two main levitation methods, or doing a lot of drugs, I guess. Or um, yeah. when you're me and you're having a dream where you're like... Okay, I'm pretty sure this isn't a dream. Uh, and then you take a step and your foot never lands on the ground and you're just like, huh, I guess I could, if I just like never let my foot hit the ground, I'll just hover and you keep hovering that way. That's pretty good. It's a recurring How thing that happens in my dreams, like every other night, Matt, before you ask. <laughs> what? Yes, no, yes, I understand that. No, I, Matt that has also has happened. was interested in what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has happened to me in many dreams as well. Here's the question. Yeah. How much of a dipshit do you guys feel like when you wake up from a dream where in the dream you were like, oh my god, I wish this was a dream, but it's definitely real life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Every time I'm relieved, though, because it's always like, I know this isn't a dream, and my car is crashing yeah. over the side of the George Washington Bridge into the why sea. Did I, why did I marry my ex-girlfriend that I hate? Oh my god, I wish this was a dream, I say all the time in dreams. <laughs> Uh, I have the um, very closely related but slightly opposite thing where I will be like, oh god, I have to clean the bathroom when I get up. Oh wait, no, I've done it already. I did it and it's definitely not in this dream that I had. I did (laughs) clean the bathroom for real. God, I used to, when I, when I, that might have been. Sorry, that might have been the most depressing of the three of us. I know! Lisa. I'm not saying a lot. <laughs> I Because it's such a minor thing I didn't want to do, and I, I convinced myself I did it using the power of my brain. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, sorry. Okay. No, I was going to say, I have sometimes that, uh, that problem, too. Or I used to when I, like, had, to, when I really dreaded whatever my job was at the time, which was every, almost every job. Uh, I would be like, alright, I'm getting up, starting my day. I'm eating breakfast, I'm putting clothes on, I'm driving to work, and now I'm actually waking up, and I have to go do all that for real. <laughs> God <Right>. damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here's what out I... Of you, yeah, go out on. of you content on Internet Explorer 5... Like, mm. you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> if you're it using Internet Explorer 5, you're doing it. Boot it up <laughs> Everything and type is content into the address. Oh, the no. top. And then even if you type in the address wrong and it says 404 not found, that's still some content, isn't it? Uh, content.ie5 is actually a hidden folder. That's why they're Boo. asking. Boo. What? Yeah, it's Bye. a it's a temporary delete, delete all your porn from your internet. That's uh, Ooh, here we go. It's the temporary yeah, internet that's... files. Mm, yeah. Oh delete yeah. No, Louise is right. It's your internet history. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to wipe Who's that cache. Internet Explorer five is aren't they on like eleven now? <laughs> Listen, there's you still can't name 
if you insert a flash drive and you want to name it something, you can't name it com because the communications port in DOS 40 years ago is called com. And even though Windows isn't DOS-based, it still has that backwards compatibility layered in. So, like, there's a bunch of things that you just can't call your drives because DOS used them in the 70s. Weird. Did you know that there's a date in, like, I think it's like 1437 or something, that you cannot put a date earlier than that into any date field on any computer because that was the date that they standardized the Gregorian calendar and before that like months had different numbers of days depending on where you were in the world I like that weird that's Mm. so crazy that that's the date that they went back that far anyway this is nothing (laughs) Uh, you you can't name a file com either uh, disk copy com format like there's a bunch of things you can't just name a file in Windows it's like when you download a game that's been out for a while for phones and then it's like put in a username and everything you put in has already been taken because computers invented it's, that back in the 70s it's like when you pirate a video game and then you put a text file in it that says make Mario invincible and it doesn't make him invincible oh, I put the text file right in you video game Sucks. The text file is the same size as the entirety of Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's just running in front of those words in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I all I did was read the phrase ROM hack and then skipped right to I bet I know how to do this. Uh, That's pretty much yeah. how we handle everything, especially for this podcast. That's true. Yes. Uh here's one. Measure the content of salt in food. I have no idea how to do that. How would you do that? Probably when you're putting the salt in, yeah. like use a, a tablespoon or something. Weigh it. That's literally yeah. the only way I can think of. If you have food that, if you're like at a restaurant, like how can I measure the content of salt in here? Oh, you fucking can't. <laughs> like too bad. I mean, y- you could if you had like a what are those things like a centrifuge to like <laughs> separate out the the densities of different ingredients in your food would you have to explode that food on a molecular level to figure out the salt because how else would you do it i think you would like puree the food and mix it with liquid if you needed to and then put it in a centrifuge until it separated out into layers and then measure the width (laughs) of the salt layer i guess oh there's one millimeter of salt in this food (laughs) jesus that's a lot of salt i know it was beef jerky that's what you didn't know in the beginning So you have to brush yep. that salt off once the jerky has dried out. <laughs> yeah, that crust on top helps bake in the flavor, like when you're cooking a fish. Mm. Oh, you guys are making me hungry now. <laughs> I want some beef jerky. I was already hungry because I went to, I walked down to the bagel shop right before uh, the show started and it was closed. Oh, no, no! Pop some tags. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Macklemore's okay. bagel, bagel shop. Pizza. We're going to do <laughs> real weird owl on it. It was a sequel. It was a sequel. Uh, also, Jeff, can you put that song at the end of the episode? Thanks, Jeff. What episode? <laughs> uh, why is it closed on a Sunday? That seems strange. Uh, I don't know. There were a bunch of other Wait, people standing outside who were like, well, uh, why is the bagel shop closed? I, I just I just remembered now that Jeff calls Chick-fil-A, quote, the bagel shop. Yeah. It's because I go there to buy drugs that I call bagels. <laughs> yep. Also, Jeff calls barbecue sauce drugs. <laughs> so I'm calling, I'm ordering barbecue sauce at the Chick Fil A, but I call it bagels because I think it's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Too stupid. 
<laughs> Louisa, there's no such thing. Oh, Every everything is, about this show is not guys. stupid enough. <laughs> guys, we're writing some good content right now. <laughs> good job, everyone. Oh, oh, should we end on a high note? Is yeah. that good? <laughs> Alright. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us for some reason. Uh, if you like the show, please tell your friends about it. Uh, I know I say that every week. I'm going to pause to really hit it so you can't gloss over it. Pay attention to my words. Tell your friends about this show because maybe they'll listen to it. And mm. that would be good for us and you because every week it's a struggle for me to not quit doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make so, make yeah, like we're holding ourselves hostage as we've done exactly. before. Make say, yeah. you need to do this for us. You've got to make like Taking Back Sunday and tell all your friends, please. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to make like yellow card and go to Electric Avenue. Is that what that Ocean oh. Avenue? <laughs> Ocean Avenue. Electric Avenue is Eddie that other Grant one. Eddie Grant is going yeah, down to Electric Avenue. You gotta Avenue. make, like, Eddie Grant and rock down to Electric <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Alright, good. We finally got the message out there that we needed to get to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's... We've been we've done 250 goddamn episodes of this trash because we needed to tell people very, very badly to rock on down to Electric Avenue. <laughs> You know, you could really view this whole podcast as a long-form version of the Eddie Grant song, Electric Avenue. <laughs> In that it's about how life is terrible, but also we're going to rock down to Electric Avenue? Yes. Exactly, Agreed. yes. <laughs> just, just not on board. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to learn what Electric Avenue is about. It's a... It's a song about how it's cool to do a riot in Brixton. Oh, gosh. I think the thing that's so funny about this is how shitty the song Electric Avenue is. You are wrong! Yeah, no, I I like it now because it's about, uh, it's, uh, about people fighting the cops. Yep. Uh, it's such a good shitty song, though. Anyway, um, yeah, rate and review us on (laughs) iTunes. get t-shirts saying <laughs> just saying rock down down to electric avenue and that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, uh, okay <clears throat> please rate and review us on itunes and uh if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on twitter at hack the net pod or you can join our discord to talk to us directly and tell us that we shouldn't quit doing the show uh, by uh, messaging us on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. My information is on weaponizedlanguage.com along with my other defunct podcasts. Uh, I posted a bunch of bonus episodes last week on this feed, but I also posted them on the Creepy Pods to feed, and I will probably do that uh, going forward until I'm out of Patreon exclusive bonus content. Jeff, I, I know Louisa's going to want to say her thing, but I had a great <laughs> idea. You should do a new podcast called Refunct. Where you do one episode of every podcast that has ended. Oh, that's like, fun. Not just yours. Find every podcast that has been abandoned and do one episode in that format. I that's actually a very good idea. <laughs> Thank uh, you. It, they it's already been DC Comics already did it when they had the uh Black Lantern thing. They revived all their canceled series for one issue and made it about zombies. Uh yep. so I'm steal I would be stealing it uh from you yeah. and them. 
But I'm right. But Refunked is a great name. Yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, I like how Jeff geocaches all his information. He tells you the coordinates of where to find it, but he's not going to tell you what it is. You have to go find yeah, it. Yeah, you have to go find it. Yeah, he's maintaining that <laughs> element of mystery, which is so important in our relationship. Which I'm not going to do at all, because you it's can come a parasoci- directly at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. <laughs> parasocial relationships are supposed to be mysterious, Matt. It's true. That's it what I'm true. saying. I, you're right. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. Please come back next week. In the meantime, don't forget that we're your net nannies. Good God, we'll rock down to Electric Avenue. <laughs> you can't eat your bagels. <laughs> uh-